This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The information depicted in this podcast is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine. Hey everyone and welcome to the Boost Your Biology podcast. My name is Lucas and I'm the founder of Ergogenic Health. Together in this podcast series, we will go underground to explore cutting edge health and human performance insights that you simply cannot search on Google to help you upgrade your existence. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Your Biology podcast. Today's special guest is known as a modern wellness advocate and educator, and she's passionate about helping people feel alive and thrive through cellular optimization and intelligent hydration. Tracy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Awesome. <laughs> Sitting next to my fireplace, but we're here virtually. <laughs> Awesome. So Tracy, maybe um, I usually ask my guests, the first question is usually around like their journey. So do you want to let my listeners know a little bit about how you got so fascinated into like hydration and optimizing human health? Well, that's a great question because we all have our, I would say like hero's journey, dark night of the soul, our crucible story that makes us feel really passionate about what we do. And I think that it's not usually not just one story, right? It's like multiple that, that leads us to the moment. But I've been in health and wellness since I was young. I mean, since I was a little girl, I cared about health and wellness. And I think when you're a child and you see like if your parent doesn't feel optimally well, 
we need our parents in order to thrive. Right. And so as that little kid, it's like, if my parents are well, then I'll be well. So I need to make sure they are. So, I mean, literally since I can remember a little girl, like going in the kitchen and trying to come up with like healthy um, alternatives to like, if my mom was making cookies or something, she was always really healthy, but, um, but like trying to think about ways I could optimize the the formula or the recipe. <laughs> And so it just seemed fitting since I was an empath or I'm an empath and always wanted to help people feel well that I would go and be a doctor. It's like when we're a kid, we have these things where it's like, hmm, what do you want to be? Do you want to be an astronaut? Do you want to be a fireman? Do you want to be a doctor? <laughs> like, like, well, at least the era I grew up in, it felt like very limited in the box. Right. And it's like, well, if you want to help someone then, and you, you know, you want to do hard work, then maybe you, maybe one of the options is the doctor. So I uh, went into pre-med when I was 15 and a half. I actually had the opportunity of graduating high school uh, in one year and starting college and so it's funny because I didn't even remember till the other day when I was pulling out some old files, uh, I got this little note from like that I was on the dean's list the first year and I had forgotten that the dean had to sign a note for me because I was 15 and a half and I wanted to take 21 units like hardcore science. I think I had biology, physics, calculus, like I, and then the labs and then other classes that led up to 21 units. And I was like, whoa, what, what the heck was I doing? But I was very motivated and wanted to help people. And that summer, my dad um, uh, allowed me to go to Guatemala and I got to go to this really small village that was on top of this like volcano, this inactive volcano called Agua. And uh, I can't believe that was the name of it, but <laughs> I went and I got to help a surgeon and, you know, be shadow him and everything that summer. And I really took home from that experience that, gosh, I really want to help people because there's so many people hurting, but, but I don't want to do it by cutting them open and, and giving shots and, and or like vaccinations and all these things. Um, there's a place for that, for people that, you know, we need that for, for people that, um, that feels resonant with, but that wasn't resonant with me. So I got out of that and went into investment banking, modeling, like started a whole different career path. And when I was 24, I got pregnant for my first little girl and I almost, uh, we, we almost lost the pregnancy because I had a mineral imbalance. And I think the biggest thing about that was it went undetected. There was no blood test that, that, was found or I was very thirsty the whole pregnancy. I mean, I would wake up in the middle of the night with my eyeballs stuck to my eyelids because I just didn't have enough um, water lubrication there. Uh, my tongue would be sucked through from my mouth. And all the while I was drinking three liters to a gallon of water a day. And I, I couldn't drink enough. It was like, if I didn't have water in it right next to me, I was feeling like, so dehydrated and it was not, um, you know, there was nothing that was coming up on the test. So one day I noticed, Hey, when I drink this filtered water at my house, I feel even more thirsty, but when I drink this mountain spring water, it makes me feel satiated for longer. There's gotta be something to this. I, I don't know what it is, but I want to find out. And then that kind of took me down this journey of wanting to understand more about hydration 
And I went to herbal school and started learning about herbs and drinking these herbal teas and all of the minerals and these nutritive teas were bringing me back to life. And you know, the thing when you're really suffering and you find an answer, you're like, oh my gosh, everybody needs to know this. Right? So it was like, I just kept studying, going back to school, learning, and it's become a lifelong obsession. And I've had a health and wellness clinic for 16 years and just seeing how the activation in people and how their, their wellness has journey has been upgraded just simply by understanding about hydration and uh, that it's far more than just the drinking enough water. It's the kind of water we drink. It's how we activate those water molecules. And so it's just been a really fun journey of being able to remind people of the hope that's available to them. And, and I really like to say, you know, a lot of times people in my clinic, from my experience, I would see people that just felt like a victim to their body where it's like, this is so hard, you know, and it seems so complex and we get into all biochemistry and all the things about the body and all the pathways. And it just feels like, oh my gosh, like where do we even begin? Um, and I feel like since we're made of 99% water molecules, why don't we start there and see if we're hydrated and our cells are able to communicate well, and then, you know, move on from there. So that's my, my, uh, long Ted talk. Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's definitely, I, I would definitely agree. It's definitely an, an overlooked area of health that sort of gets neglected um, because it's so obvious. Like think people just sort of think, you know, let's just quickly, you know, and they need like eight glasses of water per day and that's enough, but not many people actually consider like the quality of their water and like what it's actually doing. So Tracy, I'd love to dive into like, obviously I'm, I'm from a very like sporting background. Like I played soccer for a number of years and I always, and I'm currently training and always conscious of things that affect physical performance. Um, and we know that, even being slightly dehydrated can lead to compromised performance. So let's sort of get into, first of all, what are the different types of water out there on the market? So do you want to sort of explain that to, to my listeners? Yeah. So let's just make it simple really quick. I get messages every day from people that take a photo when they're in the aisle at the grocery store and they're like, which water should I pick? Um, and I just make it really simple. And I say, well, it would be easier to choose, more prudent, I guess, to choose the living natural spring water as opposed to the water that is from the tap and filtered. Mm. Just kind of makes sense, right? So um, if you're one of those people who you're like, I don't want to get into this. I don't want to do any work. I don't care. Just start noticing, are you drinking filtered tap water or are you drinking natural spring water from a real like natural spring source um, that's been unadulterated and it has the structure to it and the minerals and, and all of those things. So you could just start there. Like that would be the, the simplest way to start. Awesome. Yeah. So I guess like with the, um, the different types, like I'd imagine you've probably seen some pretty incredible changes uh, within people around you, like uh, just by changing their, their water source and like um, teaching them about the importance of hydration. Like what, what have you seen like with friends or potentially family or even clients that you've worked with, like just by 
altering or um, optimizing their, their hydration? Like what sort of changes have you seen? That's a really good question. You wouldn't think it would be anything too outstanding, but over the last 16 years, I have seen some incredible changes. And, and, and mind you, when I first started my clinic, I was more into the herbs and homeopathic medicine and like this person's sick. So let me focus on what I can put into the system. And what I realized is our body has this innate divine intelligence already. Our cells do. And really what the, the main thing is, is just getting the obstacles for health out of the way, right? As opposed to just throwing a bunch of stuff at it. Like, well, maybe this vitamin will help me and this mineral. I mean, sometimes, yeah, we are mineral and vitamin deficient. Yes, that does happen. But removing the obstacles for healing is, is the biggest thing. So I started to think about it and I was like, what if I, what if I just stop prescribing any type of supplements for, for at our clinic um, and we just start, I'm going to do a, uh, a test and I'm just going to see, do people really know the basics? And I started asking, what kind of water are you drinking? And a lot of them would say, well, it's filtered out of the refrigerator or I buy these Costco filtered bottles. Um, and I said, okay, well, let's switch to spring water, find a natural spring source, switch to spring water. I want you to take your shoes off. Uh, once a day for at least 30 to 45 minutes, connect to the earth. And, um, you know, depended on the patient, but like the steps were super simple. And, you know, I was like, at least drink three liters of water a day, you know, depending on their activity level. I started to have patients come back who were like, wait a minute, I've had this chronic illness forever. And now, it's like all of a sudden my symptoms are like 90% better Crazy. after 30 days, you know? And I'm like, yeah, there is that much power in the things that nature has given us. And if we just tap into that, there isn't this magic pill that we can buy, although that would be nice, but I don't think unless you're severely depleted in something, there isn't this magic pill that you can buy that's going to change your health in this crazy way. Um, it's all the building blocks and it starts with the foundation and the foundation is being hydrated. And that isn't just drinking water that's connecting to the earth's, um, field. The, the earth is charging our cells up. It's donating these electrons. It's giving us this energy when we connect to it, that's helping charge everything. And the water is the conduit of all of that energy, right? So we need the water for it to all move, but the sunlight is this activation that's helping to do so many things, but it's this, this hidden nutrition or this forgotten nutrition that we are light beings, we're light energy. That's why we eat fruits and vegetables because they have cells that have light inside of them and we're eating that light. And that's why we want fresh fruits and vegetables because the, they still have that light intact when you just pick it off the vine and you can feel that, that force, that life force energy. So I guess I just feel like, man, going back to the basics was the biggest thing that impacted my patients. But we have people from, you know, we have a medical doctor that oversees the clinic and 
Um, and we've had, you know, patients that come in that stage four cancer, fibromyalgia, MS, I mean, you name it, these illnesses where it's like, you're my last hope. Okay. I've been everywhere else and I don't even know what to do. So I'm going to come to you. And when we spend three days with them at our wellness retreat, we're able to really look at the biofield, the bioenergetic, um, the, the patterns that are happening in the morphogenetic field and the cells and really see things that sometimes the pathology doesn't reveal. And just listening to their stories and listening to their how they're feeling because they have this innate intelligence inside of them, right? That they're like, this is the way I feel. And I feel like it could be because of this and they know best. So they need someone to take time to listen to them and God bless their doctors because I don't think it's the doctor's fault. The doctors are on this plan where it's like, you've got 10 minutes to talk to your client. I mean, how much can they really do there? Right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I feel like, when you, they come in and they spend time with us and we get to talk to them and hear their story and play with them and get them activated and nourish them with food and hydrate them, we get to really see where the opportunities are for, for healing. Mm. But honestly, I just feel like I have this thing on my, um, my Instagram and my book that I just wrote is The Nine Pillars of Health. And I was really inspired to write this book because I just realized that so many people are spending so much money on all these tests and so much money on all these pills when these nine pillars of health are everything in nature. And if you stack them all together, 90% of the people that came to us saw drastic improvements in their symptoms. Hmm. And it was so dramatic and so drastic that I said, I need to write a book to share this because it appears to me that most people haven't even been taught the basics. I wasn't. I wasn't taught the basics. I mean, I was just taught like, you know, drink eight glasses of water every day. Nobody said what kind of water, how to activate the water, or what is hydration? And, you know, why am I not a puddle of water on the floor if I'm 99% water molecules? Well, that's because the water that you are is structured water. And this is so important. Thomas Cowan talks about this, Dr. Thomas Cowan, about how he really believes that disease is when these, um, when the structure within the cytoplasm of our cells starts to liquefy, that we lose that charge and the cells can communicate and we get these sick diseased cells because of that. And so I really feel like these nine pillars of health that I um, really advocate are because I saw changes when, when people did them and it just got me really excited. Like, oh my gosh, I get to share this hope that you don't have to be rich to do it. You don't have to have tons of money. Anybody can do it. And every single person deserves to have the right to thrive and, and live like the most healthy life. Yeah, totally. With, um, with the aspect there, Tracy, in regards to, you briefly mentioned about that, the fact that a lot of um, like doctors today and they only have like 10 minutes or so to like, you know, sort of like connect with their patient. But um, I, as a practitioner myself, I mean, I know the absolute importance of that therapeutic relationship, which is like built upon um, understanding the, the, the client, understanding their their story and connecting with them on a, on a very, on a deeper level. And even that by itself can be extremely healing for the, for the patient, just 
letting them know that you're there, you're willing to listen, you're willing to hear, understand them um, can go such a long way. Um, so that's really, I definitely think that's a really important point. And also in regards to assessing someone's like hydration status. So I'd, I'd imagine you've been asked this quite a lot around how does one actually determine whether or not they're hydrated? Like what are some of the biofeedback markers they can look at? Um, what can they do there? There's actually a lot of things that you can do to really check your hydration levels. Um, your urine in the morning, you, you, you know, your pH levels, your um, there's, there's dermal testing you can do. There's these little instruments you can buy to test how hydrated your skin is. Um, th- there's, you can check the, the cells, like the phase angle of your cell and see how, because actually the, the cell membrane is really important for hydration because if your cellular membrane isn't healthy, then you're not going to have hydrated cells. Mm. So there's a lot of things that, that you can do to test that. But what I say is the, the thing that I abdicate the most is like, we don't need to spend a bunch of money on tests, right? If something feels off in your body, you're the greatest doctor and the greatest, the greatest measure of what feels good or not. And so I think that there's common symptoms that people will have, like feeling tired, brain fog, irritability. They're going to feel like something's just off in their body. They don't have energy. They're not sleeping well. Their sexual health isn't good. Like, I mean, anytime you're having any type of like almost all the symptoms I say go back to hydration first because we're mostly water. So Mm. if we're mostly water, I really believe that the foundation is let's just start and make sure this body of water that we are is tuned. And these molecules are in a coherent, structured, balanced state. And how do we do that? So that's where the the question comes in because it's like, well, yeah, how do we do it? So first I see these symptoms. And then based on what the symptoms would be, I would say, all right, let's just start at the foundation. What kind of water am I drinking? And I want to start drinking living water. Why does this matter? Because living water doesn't, it's not just the chemistry of this water that's important, but there is the physics of the water and the messaging in the water, the signaling of what I'm drinking in this water and how it's signaling to my cells this message and this information. And that is like, oh my gosh, this can seem so confusing and and so overwhelming. And that's why I just say, if you want to go deeper, you can look, you can go to my page and look at more things. And I talk a lot about it, but just start with drinking living water. What's important about this living water? It's mineralized. It's structured. Um, it's clean of any contaminants or caustic, toxic chemistry. Those are the three things I say really start with. Then we can go into other things like hydrogen in the water and you know, is it well aerated? Is the water coherent? Is the water low in deuterium? There's a lot of things that we can add to that, but I like to start first with, let's just look at the three things 
that are most important, the physics, the bioenergetics, and the chemistry of the water. Hmm. And nature is so intelligent that it already does that for us. So if you're getting your water from a living stream, it's naturally vortexed, it's moving and spinning. And that's what's really cool about this vortexing. We don't completely understand it. But what we do know is that it's so intelligent that this movement is throwing off this information and the the also things that are not good in the water and bringing in the mm-hmm. minerals and information that is living. So there's this left and right spin. And I always like to think of left spin as centropy, like, um, sorry, left spin is entropy breaking down and, and right spin is centropy. It's building, living. And so there's these different spins happening in the water that are throwing off the bad and bringing in the good. And nature already knows how to do that. We don't know exactly why this happens. I interviewed Gary Greenfield, uh, who's Ben Greenfield's dad, uh, like about a year ago. And he said that he took sewage water and vortexed it through his machine for two weeks ongoing and out came purified, clean water. The chemistry of the water and the the messaging in the water, the structure in the water. And I was like, whoa, like, how does, how does this happen? And it's something we, we don't really understand, but the vortexing does, it throws off the bad chemistry and energy and it's bringing in the living and so nature's already doing this this living these waters from living springs it's already happening and then as the water is moving it's picking up the minerals from the rocks and everything that it's touching it's it's picking up these um minerals that together through the vortexing and the minerals bringing the structure to the water and, and it's, you know, usually clean. I mean, we live in a world where we've contaminated a lot of it, but if the water is moving and it's coming from a high altitude or, or certain places that um, haven't been adulterated, you're going to find this water that is just so hydrating. It's so amazing and it's sending this living information to your cells and bringing you alive again Mm. how is that different than purified tap water well tap water is going through pipes and toxic areas and so not only is the chemistry toxic but there's this information that's picking up it's coming in contact with who knows what now pharmaceuticals all kinds of stuff that we just don't even want in our bodies, this caustic, toxic stuff. And so when we put it through a filter, let's just say we put it through a reverse osmosis filter. Well, that's nice because the filter has these very, very comprehensive membranes that are going to take out the, the chemistry that's not good. But what about the information that that water's picked up along the way? Like we talked about, So the chemistry may be good, but you're drinking it and there's this information that's going into your body and signaling to your cells incoherent information. Also, when it goes through those membranes, it's breaking the water down and no longer is there any coherence in the water. It's a very dissonant, incoherent fluid that's going into your body. And and this is really important 
because since we are a body of water, we want to make sure that that body of water that we are is has this information and this intelligence that's that's living. Hmm. Now, that incoherence, that H2O that goes into our body, and I say H2O, but whenever we're drinking water, there's so many other molecules in there. It's not just H2O. There's D2O, HDO, like so much more. But let's just say H2O. We're drinking H2O. And every hydrophilic surface in our body is actually taking that water and working really hard to structure it. So it will become coherent. It will become structured, but our body has to just do a lot of work mm. to do that. And I always say, you know, the more that we can reserve our energy so that it can be used for other things like healing and growth and, and all of the stuff that we want, the good skin, the good hair, all of that stuff, we want the energy to be utilized efficiently, then why don't we just drink structured water already so our body doesn't have to do that work to structure it. Hmm. So I'm a real big advocate of, of living spring water and or taking filtered water, remineralizing it and then vortexing it so that we mimic nature. But either way, we want to be giving giving our bodies this living water. Hmm. Interesting, Tracy, when it comes to um, like, for example, let's say you've planned a day trip and you've, you've gone on like a big hike to some mountain and like, you know, some people are probably wondering like, is this water safe to drink, for example? And that's obviously, you know, we, we're trying to emphasize the importance of being as closely, closely aligned with mother nature, spring water structured vortex, like you said, which is incredible. People can notice a difference. What about as far as like, are there ways that we can like test the water to see if it's safe um, for, for consumption? Like surely someone else, someone out there's developed a device that can, you know, stick it in the water and tells you whether or not it's actually safe for human consumption. Yeah, there actually are devices and there's some devices that you can use that put light into the water that can kill the, the bacteria and different things that are in the water that like if you're in a situation where you're camping and you're like, I don't know what's in this water, there absolutely are things. And um, I can send you some links too if you want to put those in the show notes for people uh, because th there's a lot of stuff out there that, that can definitely clean the chemistry of the water. Um or make it so that it's consumable and you're not going to get sick giardia or something when you uh, drink it. Okay. Awesome. And as far as like the, the minerals, like I'd love to get deeper into that. Cause I know you said that um, part of your journey included, you know, understanding the importance of these minerals. So like, and I know you briefly hinted at um, deuterium, which is like a whole completely different, huge conversation by itself, deuterium depleted water. Um, but let's sort of dive into like the minerals and also like, like the common belief with majority of societies are, oh, fluoride must be so good for the teeth. Like we must add fluoride to the water. Uh, so yeah. let's debunk that. Yeah. So actually, I mean, there, there's, natural fluoride in the ocean and there's 78 trace elements in the the ocean's plasma that are are essential for our body Rene Quintana I'm so grateful for him because in 1895 he discovered 
one of the biggest discoveries I think of our lifetime is that um, our our blood plasma is identical to the plasma of the ocean. Or actually, I should say our blood plasma should be identical to that of the ocean if we're healthy. A lot of us are missing these trace elements and minerals in our system because of the commercial farming, uh, the the caustic, toxic environment we live in, the stress that we have. I mean, when we're stressed out, our body's eating minerals like more at a more rapid pace than than it should be. Um, so a lot of us are missing a lot of these elements. And the great thing is that Renee Quinton discovered that it's in the ocean. So he started harvesting this ocean water deep down, uh, at the ocean floor. And there's this thing called the plankton bloom where there's this vortex energy that's in there. So it's not just the chemistry, but there's this living frequency and this vortex energy from the plankton bloom that he put in these double tip ampules so that you're getting this living energy. So the double tip ampule keeps the energy intact inside, but it's also giving you the 78 trace elements from the ocean. And so it's in perfect balance and perfect proportion to what our blood plasma should look like. And I appreciate that because I don't want to be taking minerals just blindly and get my minerals out of balance because I don't know anything about them and I don't know which ones I'm missing and which ones I'm too heavy in or too low in. And so how about we just balance it by giving ourselves a balanced dose and so Quinton, Q-U-I-N-T-O-N, Quinton minerals are basically purified, harvested ocean water that's cold harvested and cold processed. So there isn't any heating, but it's all sterile. They're actual, um, the isotonic version in, the, in Europe, like in France, you can get that as an IV and have that straight into your system because it's it's sterile wow so, so, sign me up i'd love to try it <laughs> i'd love to yeah, try it. i i have done it and it's pretty incredible um there's a place in mexico my cousin steve martinez he's a a pa amazing functional medicine a practitioner and he had an injury when he was in uh the military and his back and he had just horrible like the discs in his back had been it was just a bad situation and he went to get um percutaneous hydrotomy in mexico which is basically where they put the isotonic solution into um in between the vertebra to like bring space and nourishment and hydration to that area and he went from being in a wheelchair to you know running a marathon again and that was purely from hydrating the tissues in his in his vertebra so he didn't have to have a surgery he didn't have to do anything whereas you know every doctor was saying oh my gosh you need to have back surgery so there's there's a lot of exciting potential when we bring nourishment and hydration into our tissues and into ourselves and we balance all of that out i really feel like can solve a world of problems 
Yeah, totally. And also as part of that would be just so many different variables and different factors that are contributing to like dehydration these days. I know you sort of hinted before, like stress uses up minerals, um, drinking coffee, things like that. Lots of diuretics potentially contributing to dehydration. Um, do you think majority of people are just completely like unaware of the importance of hydration? Do you think it comes back to like a lack of knowledge or they just don't consider it important? I don't think it's a lack of knowledge. I think a lot of, or I think a lot of people um, are studying and they want to know and people care about their health. Most people. And I, most of the people I come in contact with are like, yeah, I drink a lot of water and they're so proud of themselves and I'm proud of them for it. And I think that it's amazing. I just think it's misinformation, right? Because we have so much information and we want to learn and we go on the internet, but then you can get a million different answers for one different question. Right. And it's like, what's the right answer and how do I do this? So I think a lot of people want to know, but they're just, confused right and and we've been given this information that's maybe not complete too like okay drink eight glasses of water well there's something to that like we want to be consuming water and we want to have that consciousness in our mind of like hey I, I should be getting good water intake but what are ways that we can hydrate beyond that like fruits and vegetables. I mean, eating watermelon or cucumber or romaine lettuce, eating an apple and a glass of water is more hydrating than drinking two glasses of water. Why? Because the structured water inside the cells of the apple and the fiber are hydrating the body more effectively and efficiently than just drinking tons of water. Because you know, we've got this tube that runs from our stomach down and it's like, well, is the water actually going to the places that it needs to? Our, our fossil network is like the irrigation system of the body. And so if I'm not moving and, you know, moving all the parts of my body throughout the day, I'm not getting that irrigation system activated where that water can go where it needs to go. Mm -hmm. If my microbiome and my gut isn't healthy, I'm not going to be able to move that water as effectively. If there's a lot of gas in my gut, it's going to be trapped. And then that water can get trapped. Do you ever have that like washing machine uh, sound in your stomach where it's like you move and you're like, oh, there's a lot of water in there. Well, it's trapped. It's not going to where it needs to go. And that could be something going on with your microbiome. Um, what are other things? The, the foods that we eat, like eating a lot of crackers and dehydrated stuff is going to obviously be very dehydrating. So we need to drink more water or eat more foods that are full of hydration. Um, yeah, so I think that there's a lot of things that, that we can do to help ourselves get hydrated. And so I, I don't think it's a lack of of knowledge or want. I think it's just people have been given this misinformation. And I really feel like that's why I feel so called to do the work that I do, because I feel like it's, it's pretty much, it's pretty simple. It doesn't need to cost a lot of money. And it's something that can really make a huge change and impact in your life and upgrade your health. And the story isn't being told enough. 
Mm. And so I feel grateful to have the opportunity to, to share it. Awesome. With something else that I thought about Tracy is actually in regards to like the temperature of the water that we consume. I know like within traditional Chinese medicine, they encourage people not to drink freezing cold, like icy cold um, water with their meals because that interferes with the stomach um, yang force of the, of the stomach and it affects the the spleen, uh, spleen yang, I think they call it. Um, so in regards to the temperature of water, I'm sure you've dived deep into like, you know, should it be boiling? When should we apply cold water? Like things like that. You know, honestly, I think just whatever is going to help you get the water down because most people know what they like, right? Some people love to have ice in their water. Some people like the water warm. I'm one of those people that likes it a little bit warm. I'd rather drink it warm than anything else, but that's also, you know, I guess in Ayurvedic medicine, it's like my constitution that really likes that a little bit more. So I wouldn't want to give a one size fits all answer. I don't think that's really fair to say, oh, it needs to be this or that. I think just really going back to tapping into your own body's innate intelligence and what it's asking for and what's going to make you drink more water. If you can't stand warm water and you love water with ice in it and you're drinking less water because someone told you it has to be warm, then I don't know if that's necessarily a good solution. Hmm. Well, to me, it's more is the water structured? Is the water living? Is hmm. it coherent? That, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, I feel like that would be a better question to ask. Yeah. The So stressing the importance of making sure the individual is like consuming living water, living water, structured water. That's obviously like the, the gold standard as far as like different types of water in your opinion to, to optimize full body hydration, prevent disease, promote wellness yeah. um, and overall energy levels. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. What other, what other like modalities when you, when you got into like the hydration side of things, like I know you briefly just mentioned the intravenous um, concoction that you spoke about before. I'd love to learn more about some of the other intravenous therapies that you've tested out. You know, I do a lot of hydration IVs when I'm traveling and stuff, but I'm not excited about them because I feel like a lot of them are synthetic vitamins mm. and just, you know, the saline solution that's in a plastic bag. And that doesn't excite me. Um, but I know that there's some new things coming on the market. And I was actually just looking into this today with one of my partners that there's more organic and um, food grade natural options that we can start utilizing for IVs. Um, but I, I need to look into that more and, and maybe some of your listeners have a better um, answer on that. But as far as like the traditional IVs that we've been given recently, I personally haven't seen a huge difference in my hydration levels just by doing that. And I'm always asking myself the question in my own guinea pig, like, okay, how has this affected me? And I wonder if it's just, you know, the, the saline solution that's going in there, is it because it's an incoherent type of synthetic formula that's going in my body? I don't know. 
Mm. I mean, there's definitely something to be said. Okay, there's more fluid in my in my system. I mean, we're just gonna look at that, right? Like, okay, I'm putting fluid in, it's in there. But how is it optimizing my cells? Is it really getting into the cells, that fluid and creating that osmotic balance between the intracellular and extracellular fluids? I haven't necessarily seen enough upgrade with the things that are on the market that I've used, but I'm looking into some other stuff. As far as the Keenton, I definitely felt that. When I had the Keenton IV, my skin definitely looked just more hydrated i mean it was it was amazing it was like and i felt so much more energy so but what i really do like there's there's ivs that i do like like nad i'm obsessed with nad i go down to um chips uh, hospital if you guys have ever been to chips that they have a it's in tijuana they have a stem cell clinic there and when you get stem cells you can get the, the um nad ivs and it's just like amazing. You should definitely check that out. Uh, but, but I like to, uh, optimize that way. But as far as, as just like promoting IVs, I wouldn't say for hydration, there's other ways that we can do that without having to get an IV. Yeah. Yeah. And briefly before Tracy, you mentioned these nine pillars that you've sort of outlined. Do you want to let my listeners know a little bit more about the upcoming book or, um, where they can learn more about that? Yeah. So if they go to my website, tracydews.com, that's T-R-A-C-Y-D-U-H-S, you can pre-order the book. It's going to be coming out in Thanksgiving. So very, very soon. Uh, So they can pre-order the book or, you know, they can just get in contact with me and learn more by signing up for my email list. Or, you know, I, I, advocate the nine pillars of health and talk about them on my Instagram page, which is the same Tracy dues. So, and I would love to connect with you. If any of you guys have any questions or something that you didn't feel was addressed today, I'm always delighted to talk to you because I am just so excited about how hydration can upgrade all of our, our lives. Awesome. So I'll make sure to leave those linked in the show notes for those listening in. Otherwise, Tracy, it was a pleasure chatting with you today. I was um, yeah, excited to learn more about hydration and it's good that you're acting as like a, you know, a prominent voice in the space to emphasize the importance of, you know, going back to the real basics and optimizing that first before diving into all the um, experimental things. So uh, yeah, it was a pleasure, pleasure chatting with you. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I'm really grateful to have had this conversation with you today. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for joining in to today's episode. For in-depth show notes and lessons learned, visit nofilter.media forward slash boost your biology. This has been a No Filter Media production. Say what you want. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.